This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. Well, this is America's Diesel Podcast, obviously, with Ben and Tyler, but it's only Tyler. And now we've got Jesse. Yeah. Which is... Uh, Always entertaining to listen listen to you. I was just oh, talking good. to Cooper actually uh, yeah. <laughs> upstairs. He's like, I, I was grabbing my beer and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm doing a podcast with with Jesse because we're gonna be behind." He's like, "Shop Jesse?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like when he gets on the podcast, like he <laughs> motherfucker can talk. <laughs> so, he's like, "Really? He just need just needed that to come out of his shell." Yeah. <laughs> so, but he did ask me to bring up your your. Uh, he called it the Ute. Oh, the the. The, the Crown, Crown Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Thanks for tuning in, America's Diesel Podcast. This is obviously Tyler Ben is uh, out sick right now. Um, you can find us on. I, I don't do this part. Yeah. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, anywhere Spotify. you yeah, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, 
Download, share, do all that fun stuff. Leave a five-star review on any platform you listen to it on. Screenshot that. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. And Ben might send you a picture if you send him a picture of your truck and an address. Or send you a sticker. No, I think a picture sounds or, better. Yeah, he'll send you a picture of something. Candid <laughs> shot of him <laughs> in the bedroom. A, just <laughs> If you have an iPhone, oh my he'll, gosh. Probably, he'll probably airdrop you something. Yeah, you he'll, yeah. But yeah, be very, 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 yeah, always be cautious when Ben airdrops you something. <laughs> Look at your surroundings first and who's looking in your general direction because it's probably going to be weird. Um, sales. Yeah, um, sales, yeah. If you uh, place an order with a, uh, obviously, if you need diesel parts, shop at dieselpowerparts.com. If you place an order with us uh, in the comment section, uh, write down podcast just so the uh, bosses know that uh, we're not just uh, down here. Talking, drinking beer talking and, smack yeah. drinking beer we are doing that but we're yeah. we also doing sell it diesel with, parts with a purpose we're trying yeah. to be productive. <laughs> doing it with a purpose um so yeah we got uh, we got jesse here since ben's gone he's always a i think you're gonna be the official villain i i could dig that i yeah. listen to a lot of podcasts and i always enjoy doing this this yeah. is a lot of fun so. yeah um so yeah the ute yeah i forgot you sold that yes i did actually i had somebody message me on instagram just yesterday i think like hey did you do you still have this thing is ever that's like that was where i got my main instagram following was that piece of shit <laughs> dude i remember the first time you showed up with that thing and i was like hey ben look at this yeah. <laughs> look at this look at this fucking thing <laughs> it's just like what is that thing yeah. I, I think we talked about it before but oh, i just yeah. thought it was funny that uh, cooper brought it up and i forgot you sold it so yeah no i sold it to a, a guy i went to the gambler with uh on the coast or didn't go with but met at the gambler and he had to have it and years later i got a hold of him and was like hey you know this thing needs to be like out of my yard <laughs> what kind of guy is like i, I gotta that. have that yeah. well he he was like bound and determined to have one so he started to build his own and it didn't i don't think it came Worked out, out. <laughs> as quite as well as he hoped and so there's been like five confirmed copies of that car. And they, really? I helped with a lot of them. Like there's a guy in, <laughs> um, I totally forgot, I'm like blanking on his name. Is, I can't remember his Instagram hand, handle, but he built a way nicer one than mine. Really? But he was like, dude, can you send me pictures? I'm like, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? And then he sends me a picture of it in primer. And I'm like, oh. Mine looks like shit. Like he did way nicer <laughs> body. I mean, I did pretty. I did for a game worker. I did really good body work, but yeah. he took it to like the next level. Painted the whole car, and <laughs> it turned out just perfect. Like it is so nice. It's so funny that something like that, like a build, like so obscure, yeah, just turns into something that someone actually will like. You should yeah. actually get in. Like you should manufacture those. Oh uh, yeah, no, I I know I. Seriously thought, um, yeah, for everybody that doesn't know what it was, it was a 2006 Crown Victoria Police Interceptor that I turned, I didn't shorten the frame or the body, so it was a four-door car. I just welded the rear door shut, filled them all in, cut the roof, and moved the back window area, uh, C-pillar area, 26 or 28 inches forward and turned it into a two-door Ranchero, but yeah. it used factory rear glass. Like, it looked like Ford should yeah. have done it like yeah. it it worked really well on the bed i never really finished the bed out because i was like on a time crunch going to the washington gambler 500 like got it done enough like yeah. the tailgate functioned, like stuff like that but it's like the sad thing is it's like once something runs and drives like i'm not gonna finish it like yeah. it, fun <laughs> it functions I, until it breaks i'm not gonna fix on you know so it's like yeah. it worked and i was like ah cool some water gets inside sometimes whatever that's life yeah but 
yeah, no, it's, uh, I enjoy building that kind of stuff. And I, I've got a bunch of just stupid ass projects. I, I feel home. like your like projects are on like a, a like a, yeah. Re- Do you still have the charger? Yeah. Yeah. It's are actually, you selling that? No, I'm not selling okay, that. Okay, good. It's, uh, you can't, that's one that's like, the only reason I would sell it is out of pure greed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Uh, second generation Dodge Chargers are just ridiculous. Oh, and even if you find one too, they're usually like pretty rusty. They're they're roached, and a roached one's twenty grand. Yeah, like, yeah. and like a super roached one is ten grand. Yeah, yeah. I I saw it was a factory four forty car that was sitting in like a barn, and I think it was like a Roadrunner yeah. or something, and it was it was bad, yeah. like really bad. You know how much they were still asking for? It? Probably like twenty five grand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you have to replace every panel on that car. Yeah. And I mean, talk about how much labor is in oh, yeah. just to do just to do that, but every panel, all the floors, the trunk, everything. Yeah. Well, it's, I remember when so when I was thirteen is when I got my first project car, my my GT Torino, and you know, car family and everything else. And like my dad's first car was a sixty eight charger and so like I was looking through the the wheel deals, yeah. You know, oh, the old, dude, the old wheel deals, deals. yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember finding a primer black '68 or '9 Charger that like ran and drove, but like mm-hmm. primered shitty Charger, yeah. And it was eighty five hundred dollars, and I was thirteen, so this was whatever you know, two thousand eight nine is like they were yeah. a lot of money back then yeah considering eight grand got you a freaking nice like you could have bought the nicest torino on the planet for yeah. eighty five hundred dollars like oh, dude my when i was I, this was in a wheel deals i was looking for um i was it was for my first car yeah and i'm looking through there and i was always wanted you know a classic right and uh i come across this like the old body at I think they're what six, yes, sixties or early seventies. The old style Bronco that looks yeah. like the new ones. Yeah, the early ones. Yeah, the early ones. Thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, and I was like, no. Nah. And it was probably mint. It was probably <laughs> it was the probably nicest mint. one ever. Yeah. And I just I bypass it because I I wanted a I wanted like a muscle car. Yeah. And uh, my dad's like, well, you should you should look at this. You know, think yeah. about that Bronco. I'm like, man. You know, it doesn't have a top, yeah. and it's it's, <laughs> and, I, and now you think, in, and now that same that same Bronco, yeah. I mean, probably in the twenties. Oh yeah, no, um, well, probably more. Like, well, I mean, probably since the I, new ones came out. Yeah, yeah. the early Bronco. So I bought my '66 Bronco in twenty thirteen or fourteen for twenty five hundred dollars, and it was a <laughs> hunk of shit. And when I bought it, it was a five thousand dollar Bronco. You yeah, know, I was like, oh, I could double my money on this thing tomorrow. Yeah, I as a Kind of as a joke, I was like kind of in a pissed off project car mood this spring. Listed it online for 20 grand as runs and drives, needs, floor pans, everything. I mean, it's a shitty looking one. I was like, like, I don't want to sell it, but yeah. like somebody's got 20 grand. I had people messaging me on it and I'm I like, bet. I'm like, no way is everyone this dumb. Dude, it's, it's wild. <laughs> I, it's wild. And you know what's funny is I, I you know, there's a lot of... And first of all, I know this is a diesel podcast. We're talking about, we're going to get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hold but, on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like looking back on things now, like there were so many really good deals out there that oh, I just yeah. didn't th- think about. Then, Dude, then, if we then you miss and, them. Yeah. If, if you go back and buy up every 67 to 72 C10 long bed. Oh my God. That you're, was $500. You're a you can retire. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> or every Fox Body Mustang GT that was a thousand dollars. Yep. Twelve hundred yeah. bucks, like yeah. all day. Yeah, all like, day. You could have bought like I remember seeing a uh, Celine, like an eighty-seven or eight Celine Fox Body, <laughs> yeah. for thirty-five hundred bucks. Drive it home in like two thousand thirteen, <laughs> and I remember thinking like, and it was original paint and everything. It was like a little ratty, yeah, but like complete running, driving black and gold Celine Mustang. Yeah, that's a twenty-five, thirty thousand dollar car now, <laughs> which is dumb. It is stupid. It's a, like I, I like Fox Body Mustangs a lot, like, but they're Fox what, Body Mustangs. But they're yeah, it's, <laughs> and it's like now the rare ones. Like one of my buddies has a '93 Cobra. Like, yeah, that's like the hottest Fox Body in existence. And it's like those things sell for eighty grand. Oh, <laughs> well, well, then you like you know you're, you you don't buy it when you're when you're you know you get those good deals and, you, and then you think to yourself like okay, you know when you know twenty years from now nobody's yeah. gonna want them. And then I'll uh, then the prices will go back down, yeah. and I'll buy it. Well, it's not really happening. My plan's yeah. not working no, out. It's not. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it does, it's that, not working out. That's why I've gotten to where like I have all the things I could possibly want. Like yeah. I have the coolest vintage SUV, '66 Bronco. Like yeah. that's what everybody wants. Yeah. I have a '68 RT Charger. That's what everybody, everybody wants. wants. You know, and it's like yeah, you. And this is another thing. I don't care what brand you're loyal to. Yeah. If you don't like the Dukes of Hazard, get out. You're not. You're, you're not an yeah. American you, at that point. Everybody loves the General Lee. My car everybody. will never be orange. It'll never have an 01 and a flag. Yeah. Yep. But 68 Charger, coolest well, car on the planet. Like, absolutely. Uh, they're they're cool. I know General Lee's a 69, but I actually do prefer the 68 <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah. more. The um, headlights, it, right? The headlights are different. Um, the front end, the, the grill. grill doesn't have the center bar. The tail lights are different. I actually like the tail lights are the best. That's one of the best looking sets of the '60s tail lights on the planet. Oh well, hold um, on. The '63 Ford Fairlane had one of the coolest tail lights. Those ever. are pretty good. Yeah. I freaking love those tail lights. Yeah. The way that they glow. Yeah. Oh man, they're they're. Odd. But anyways. Oh yeah. Good, yeah. No, that, well, that's my. <laughs> I've got them galaxies that have the big, just yeah. the bigger version, the big round, yeah. like yeah, jet looking. Yeah, it's got yeah. The, the red in the middle, and it's got the cup. That yeah. dude, those are so freaking cool. cool. Then they have like the black. Well, like my '63 had black in in between. Yeah. The, dude, it looks so cool at night. Like that oh, was. Yeah. The, the, I regret selling that car, but. Yeah. Anyways, the reason why we're talking about classic cars and all sorts of old stuff is because a lot of people, um, especially in the diesel world, want to swap uh, a diesel into a classic car. Yeah. And or you swap a classic body onto a more modern chassis, which yeah. is what you are literally I, in the process of trying to do. Yeah, I have a couple. Well, actually, <clears throat> not a diesel I, I, though, but yeah, it's not, still, not, yeah. Um, I've done a couple of them in the past, and like I've said before, it's like I get halfway through a project and I get bored and I send it down the way. Yeah, and it's like I I did a a '68 Fairlane 500 fastback on a '76 High Boy frame, so it was four wheel drive. Yeah, and and that was more of a let's make this four wheel drive instead of let's make this newer. Right. But it's still the same concept. It's like you're yep. swapping everything onto a whole nother frame. You're doing a lot of wheelbase measurements. And it's a really hot thing to do these days. And it's a really, I mean, like there's a lot of people who are like, whoa, that's way too much work. Like, yeah. why not just swap the axles and the engine into the old frame? Right. Well, you're doing a whole lot of work no matter what you're going to do. Yeah. Like 
you're either building a bunch of body mounts and modifying four pans, or you're building a bunch of spring mounts and shock mounts and track bar mounts and and reinforcing motor frames. Mounts and, and, yeah, yeah. All the old truck frames are like you know they're not box. C channel. They're yeah. C channel. They're thin. They're narrow. Like I mean, you think '70s Fords until mid year '77 were 34 inches wide front to back. SAE measurement. Yep. That was life. And then they started getting wider in the back after that. And then they, you know, gradually we get wider frames all the way up, you know, into the 90s. But it's like you're swapping. It's like everything's old. Yeah. These are old trucks. These yeah. are dinosaurs now. Like, well, yeah, too. And especially if you're, you know, us diesel guys putting in a torquey freaking yeah. diesel in something like that. You're going to twist gonna... them frame rails up. <laughs> yeah. like, and um, especially like if you're, like I put together a crew cab long bed 70s Ford. And I built it a 70s frame for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this would be cool to put a 12 valve in or something like that. But it's like, it's also just cool just to make it function. And it's like, yeah. if you really want to go for a high end build, you go buy a rolled 6.7 power stroke truck or a 6.7 Cummins truck or a 5.9, whatever you, diesel du jour yeah. rolled truck you find at the at the IAA auction. Right, know? right. <laughs> Tear the body off and you figure out wheelbases from there. But like the easy ones, like so a, a first gen cummins regular cab long bed is the same wheelbase as a 67 to 72 ford pickup regular yeah. cab long bed same wheelbase you can body swap that thing instantly yeah but what's your gain you're getting a truck with a very small frame that right. likes to break right the front leaf spring mounts i've seen before you know it's like you're getting a lot you're jumping up 20 30 years in technology but but and now those trucks are not worth donoring out anymore because they're expensive exactly yep so it's like the the big goal is like what do you like to drive and what do you like to look at and what and do you just, want to work on <laughs> yeah and pay up for it yeah like the uh guy named john who's got a body shop uh up north where i'm from perfect saying is like it, it doesn't matter what it costs when you buy it because that's the cheapest part of the whole build yeah like that it you pay five grand or fifty grand for it. That's the cheapest part of a full build. That's that is that is good advice because <laughs> yeah. it's like especially these days it's like a cheap paint job's ten grand. Yeah, on a on a small truck. Right, crew cab long bed. Well, yeah, twenty grand. Let's look at all yeah, the work Dave's doing on that thing. Oh, and yeah. that thing, I mean, and he even if you talk to him about, it, he's like, well, it's gonna be okay. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> if, if you're going for like truck show in Florida, paint jobs, those guys are spending thirty, forty grand on paint, you know, yeah. custom paint jobs on up. Like, oh yeah, and so it's like, just pick. Like, do you want a '70s Ford crew cab body? Okay, go buy one and pay up for it. Yeah, they're expensive right now. Yeah. Go buy one that isn't rusty, yeah. that isn't beat. Go buy a, and don't, if you're going to go buy a, you know, if you're going to do this and do a body swap, go buy a cab. Go yeah. buy a cab that has rear doors. Yeah. Because the front doors, front clip, bed, you can buy all that stuff out of a catalog. Yep. If you happen to find one, a two-wheel drive, you know, regular cab, or a crew cab long bed or short bed or something, it's like, cool. You found it. It's 10 grand. It doesn't run. You can part it out. Yeah. And keep the body and then go, okay, I want a radius arm super duty frame. And, you know, I want, you know, a six, seven truck and I want this trans and everything else. And it's like, and then is the other thing to think about is like, are you going to do a cab swap? Or are you going to do, I always call it floor panning or rig where you cut the, 
donor rig down to a floor pan and a firewall and you just slide mm. another cab over the okay. top of it and that keeps your you run the newer dash you run the newer seats everything gotcha and i tell you what you see them guys sliding 70s ford pickup cabs over like 2020 yeah super uh, duty I, yeah dashes and they fit pretty well <laughs> and you think well the trucks way wider well these newer trucks are way wider from the like inside of the a pillar out like the doors are thicker and like those yeah it's yeah, all yeah. crash yeah. protection yeah yeah and so it's like don't really have to cut the dashes up much to get it to slip around there yeah so it's like that's something to take into account because honestly then, i've never i've never well i've i've seen guys do that kind of build but i didn't realize that's what they were doing yeah most most of the time you're you're cutting you take you know let's say 70, the front piece yeah, and the 77 floor. crew yeah. cab you're you're cutting the whole firewall out up to the top of the or you know up to the cowl and cutting the whole floor pan out to the rockers and then just doing the opposite on the donor truck yeah but that's something to take into account if you're going to do that you want a you don't want an xl right you know you <laughs> want to buy a donor truck you want to buy a king ranch or a lariat so, yeah. xlt you know you want a nice truck because you're going to use those seats you're going to use that dash yeah and the gray plastic shit that's in the xl <laughs> ford pickups is ugly and shitty and it's like it's just not going to look right when you're building yeah. like a classic unless you're building like a classic like work truck yeah. or something you know but, he, but and and you can swap you know you can swap king ranch seats from the junkyard in once yeah. once you have that floor pan it's like any super duty stuff's going to bolt in there but it's like once again, now you're paying up. Now you're going. Yeah. To, now you're going I, to a wrecking yard, and you're paying two grand for a set of seats. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about because I, I like the vintage dashes of like the old yeah. cars. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's uh, a it's a new, take it or leave it thing. It's kind of yeah. it kind of just because it, it. I mean, I I know the 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 one vehicles that I've seen where guys do that that I think are cool. Or like when they do like the old challengers yeah. or like a charger or something and do like a hellcat dash yeah you know like uh, that is to me is okay well but the there's cool still thing, something like if you're yeah. gonna build an old like it, there's something cool about having like modern drivetrain but still having like an old style dash yeah. oh no and i'm that way with the pickups like i 100 yeah. percent agree it just made me think though so one of the coolest like I would say like the first like kind of pro touring car I ever saw was owned by the the owner of the Les Schwab dealership in, in my hometown. And it was a 50, I think it was a 55. It was a Tri-5 ship, but I think it was a 55 Bel Air that had a totaled out WS6 Trans Am as a donor, like, a, like an 0102 WS6 okay. car. And so it had the LS1, six-speed, like all that in it, rear yeah. axle, front suspension, everything out of this Trans Am. But he put the whole dash and interior out of that 01 Trans Am in that 55 Chev. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, this is the coolest thing on the planet. You look at that car now, you're like, God, there's a bunch of plastic <laughs> shit in this <laughs> tri right. but, yeah. but it was like the amount of work that somebody... And yeah. it was built, like, he bought an almost new... You know, or a five-year-old, six-year-old car that was totaled. Yeah. So it's like at the time it was like pretty new. You know, it's what we think of when you see, yeah, seventy-one Challenger with a, yeah. you know, a, a twenty-fifteen Challenger donored out to build it now. Right. Um. But yeah, it's it's weird. Like I can appreciate the amount of work somebody goes through to do like the new interior and everything. Yeah. And the cool thing is like fucking everything works. Your heated seats work. Well, yeah. And if you need like, parts, well, you yeah. just go to the parts store and they, you well, know, yeah, you or go, go to the, the dealership. Go to the dealership <laughs> yeah. and they plug their scanner into it. Yeah. And yeah. so like if you're going to drive it across America, if it's going to be your tow rig for your camper or something. Yeah. Which is another thing to take into consideration. Absolutely. With these style of swaps is like 
who's going to work on it when you're five states away? Yeah, especially when you're hodgepodge and shit together yeah. and you're the only guy or something. You yeah. know, it's one thing if yeah. you got like LS swapped, you know, square body chef pickup. It's like right. any dude, there's you can be, go to Walmart, yeah, buy parts. There's going to be 300 <laughs> shops anywhere that'll work on it on your trip. Yeah. But like, yeah, if you're doing this, ford chevy dodge you do a whole body swap and you've got the stock dash out of that truck and everything in it and you just got an old truck wrapper you know slid yeah. over it yeah you just pull up to the chevy dealership and they're gonna look at you funny at first and they're gonna open the door and go oh, oh okay God. here's the obd2 port i'll yeah. just plug into it <laughs> uh, and then you're gonna get all the techs swarming yeah. around <laughs> your, your vehicle yeah you're gonna be the, the science experiment the cool cool yeah. kid in the parking lot so cool they're gonna be taking pictures yeah. And <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm getting ready to embark on that with a 72 gmc jimmy it's yeah. like a blazer onto a 01 suburban and which is gonna be cool it's gonna be rad yeah. and it's a uh two-wheel drive suburban so it's coil spring rear torsion bar front um i've got a set of 20 inch gmc like 2022 gmc like snowflake aluminum wheels for it yeah and uh you know it's got a 5.3 automatic it's just like my a good daily but looks old yeah Yeah. and they drive nice and that's what i said before it's like what do you want to drive? Do you want to drive a shitty old truck? <laughs> yeah. Or do or... you want to drive a new truck with a shitty old truck wrapper? Over yeah. It? <laughs> like, it's, it, it's, it's funny that there's like, I think me and you have a kind of very similar, I mean, although I do drive a brand new truck, but yeah. if I were, to, if you were to, you know, put a gun to my head and tell me like, Hey, you can drive this, you could drive this classic vehicle that yeah. has modern drivetrain, or you could drive your new truck. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take yeah. the classic. <laughs> I'm gonna take the. Yeah, if it's if it's a sorted out pro touring rig, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. that's cool. And and that was my whole plan with this build is like, I thought those Blazers and Jimmys were cool, the first generation ones. Yeah, and they're ridiculously expensive now. <laughs> yes, and I found some really roached out ones that were like parts rigs, and yeah. 20 years ago when they were parts rigs, they were worth nothing and now they're not so it's like this was the only way for me to have one was to get a basically just a body i got a body and a frame no running gear no engine trans nothing um but basically a complete body and got a cheap 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 suburban that's got really high mileage yeah you know and i mean it's a five three yeah (laughs) and when i i can make a thousand dollar rock auto order and rebuild all the brakes and all the ball joints and like do all that stuff and and it'll if anything's wrong yeah you know and it'll just be done but it's like those that era of those chevrolets ride so freaking nice and torsion bar trucks are just ride good and it's like the and yours has rear coil yeah coil rear so it's it's really a good riding rig and easy to lower you know you buy a low you can buy drop spindles for you You can buy that's the the biggest advantage is like like yeah old stuff it's like i i had thought about doing it um and getting a uh like a 70 chevy long bed trailing arm rear suspension Mm -hmm pickup and just shortening the frame and putting the blazer body on that way it's still four wheel or four corner coil spring yeah but i you're the same era technology it's it's old crap exactly and everything has to be gone through this thing it's high mileage and it's 22 years old but the suspension's probably fine yeah it's probably maybe throw some new shocks on it yeah you know if you're gonna lower it you probably need some new shocks anyways yeah and all the stuff it's like you put a bunch of new stuff on a 19 chevy pickup you got a bunch of new stuff and old suspension yeah. design. Yeah. It's still not going to ride great. And those right. were good riding trucks in 1970, they were, yeah. 72. Like, 
really good. By today's standards, still pretty good for an old... They were the best riding of the two-wheel drive trucks. Yeah. But they're nothing near that... Uh, 40-year jump in technology is oh, yeah. significant. Yeah. And that's something to really take into account. It's like, you just, I mean, that's my biggest problem I have with all the old truck stuff. Broncos, square body Chevs, all this old four-wheel drive stuff. High boy Ford pickup prices are through the roof. Mm -hmm. 20, 25 grand for drivers. You know what's the funniest thing about that, though, too? Is like Ford or GM never expected these to be classic. No. And you can tell when you see how they were built. They're junk. <laughs> Never expected I it. I love 67 to 79 yeah. Ford trucks. I will be the first one to tell you. And I will say this. They're the best of the big three. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Square body guys, come at me. I don't have an opinion like, on that. The dog is, even my my buddies in the 70s Dodge pickups, He's he'll fully admit they're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and Chevy and Ford were kind of fighting for top space. And they both have their problems, but it's like, like Ford had pretty good build quality back then. They're still junk. Yeah. Like none of the pants, like junk by. Well, they were meant for like a, a guy on a farm yeah. like to work and throw it away and buy a new one. Yeah. By the standards <laughs> of if you're trying to build a show rig, none of the panel gaps were nice from the factory. No. And you're going to spend hundreds of hours making doors and fenders and yes. hoods and everything fit like a mustang or something when you like if you're trying yep. to do a high-end build oh yeah and the sides of the bed and like the tailgates all that stuff it's they just weren't expecting i mean they were just like nice enough to sell right right that's all they that, they just yeah they to be. they literally expect people to beat the shit out of yeah. them and then throw it throw in the trash yeah. and buy another one and and that's the other thing this is the first real era of like mass-produced four-wheel drives yeah it's like ford started making you know doing four-wheel drive stuff in 59 yeah and that's everybody else is kind of around that time so by the late 60s they were just getting this stuff figured out yeah and now it's four-wheel drives for the masses and people were using it, the shit out of these things yeah. they were not taken care of <laughs> no and so it's like i i always railed that everybody's buying the idea of these trucks oh man 67 short bed four-wheel drive ford pickups awesome that thing looks so cool i bet it's fun to drive it ain't yeah <laughs> manual steering manual brakes yeah four-wheel drum you know 360 or you know, yeah. four speed <laughs> granny low it's four miles like, of the gallon yeah. <laughs> like it's I, uh my buddy craig always says uh it's uh no power steering no power brakes no power engine yeah, that's, that's the era <laughs> that's of those three options. <laughs> yeah, and so it's you're buying the idea. Yeah, unless you want just the like, oh, I've got you know, I want, I've got five acres of land and I want an old rig. Yeah. that kind of feels like an old rig and everything, and I can haul brush with it. Yeah, cool. Buy an old shitty truck. Right. Um, but if you're you gonna want, drive it, like, yeah. in you can't drive that crap in the city. No. It's like it overheats, and you you can't what? turn around in parking lots. And I, well, I especially I don't think. I know no power brakes because my car, my first car, yeah. did not have power brakes. Kids these days, yeah. they have no idea what oh, no, no power brakes yeah. feels like. Well, and you and, ain't you ain't stopping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah it's just it, well in it, this day and age in this yeah. traffic, that shit ain't like. No. Yeah, you can do it, but well, and it, your car's gonna be twice the size it was. It's you gotta <laughs> you gotta know how to work on this stuff, and nobody Absolutely. wants. Yeah. They just hop in the stuff and drive it, and it's like. Even taking it to the shops, it's like there's not a lot of guys that are like yeah. can really tune in a set of four wheel drum brakes. 
Right. Like, so there, I, yes, there's plenty yeah. of people that I, like I'll like me, even me included. Like I'm not a huge yeah. drum break fan. It's like doing I, drum breaks. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do drums. <laughs> yeah. Like when I moved down here, I was driving a 72 Comet, which looks like a Maverick two door manual steering, manual trans three yep. on the tree, uh, four wheel drums, <laughs> three My, on the tree. Um, I had upgraded it to bigger drums in factory because I five lug swapped it. So I had a little bigger brakes. But it's, yeah, manual brakes, drum brakes, manual steering, manual trans. Yeah. But it's a car. It's light. The yeah. steering really doesn't feel that heavy. And on cars, yeah. you can kind of get away with that. Yeah. 5,000-pound old Ford truck. That you got on 37s somebody or something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah, you got 35, 37s on it, four-wheel drum brakes, and somebody takes up that little bit of buffer room and traffic ahead of you, and then oh, yeah. everybody gets on the brakes. Guess what? The Audi in front of you just got a... You just know, got three feet shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had a really scary one just driving on the highway, and somebody, you know, come around a corner, and somebody stopped in the middle of the road. Yeah. You know, we're doing 55, 60 miles an hour. I get on the brakes, four-wheel drums, nothing. You know, I'm getting down to about <laughs> 45, and I realize that there was another car in front of them. And there's no roads to turn off of. Yeah. At the end of this corner. Yeah. Somebody decided they were going to stop and do a U-turn. Oh, my God. In front of that guy. So, uh, like, 2005 Subaru Legacy, just, uh, I, I'm picking, do I try to cut? Freaking Subaru drivers. Yeah. I'm picking, do I cut in between the car that stopped and the guardrail, or in or, between the car, there's nobody coming the other way. Yeah. So, I'm like, I can just cut around his driver's side and just blow by him, you know, as I'm slowing down. So I picked that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the car in front of him that I didn't see. Yeah. Turns. The Subaru Legacy <sighs> just turns left right in front of me and I barely miss him. I He gets just ahead. <laughs> so I split these two cars and he's sideways. And I just wanted to be like, man, that his that Subaru's Legacy, the Subaru Legacy's Legacy. It's about to, yeah. yeah. It was about to end. <laughs> it, Dude, I, I would have just, it, it's like. Dude, and people, well, people, I mean, even whether it be I, old I cars. I guarantee he never does something that dumb again because he oh, probably looked he probably over shit and his went, pants. Ah! Yeah, he had to change his underwear after that one. But whether it be, you know, people in old vehicles and people do that kind of shit and don't pay attention. Yeah. Or people in front of you when you're fucking towing a trailer. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Dude, that, like, I'll be the first to say I drive like a freaking grandpa. Yeah. Okay. It is what it is. Okay. I don't have any speeding tickets. My record's clean. <laughs> I like that. It's fine. Like I don't care. I'm not. I'm never in a hurry. Yeah. To, like to get somewhere. I'd Which rather fine, get yeah. there, uh, especially when I'm towing things. You know, yeah. and have like my dog, my wife, and everything. So I usually keep. You know, I try to keep extra space. Yeah. And if someone wants to cut me off or get in front of me, fine, whatever. It's yeah. not the end of the day. I've had people, dude, pull out in front of me, like, and you just. You slam on the brakes, and I know I've got modern brakes. I've got four-wheel disc, you know, yeah. analog brakes. I've got a brake controller. My trailer's got brakes. It still doesn't stop it fast. It takes a while, yeah. Especially when I'm, like, fully loaded. Yeah. And it's like you, these people you don't understand. about as good as a 70s era Peterbilt. Yeah. With yeah. a loaded trailer. Yeah. And these people don't <laughs> understand. You pull out in front of, like, if you pull out in front of me and I'm going, you know, 50, yeah. and you just cut me off or something or pull out in front of me, and if I hit you, I might kill you. Yeah. And I, 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 like me myself, I'll, I'll probably be, I'll probably be fine. Yeah, because I mean, I've been a bunch of airbags and <laughs> yeah. shit. I'll probably be fine, but your your yeah, your your eighty five or your ninety five legacy yeah. is gonna is just like you said. That's yeah. gonna be the end of that legacy. Yeah, your legacy like, is you made a really dumb mistake. <laughs> I, I I just don't understand it, but yeah, no, I, I 
there was a picture it still goes around but it's like i i grew up my dad drove a log truck and stuff like that and kind of burned i rode around in the trucks a lot long time so you know i heard lots of colorful language and yeah and uh compliments to the fellow drivers around him <laughs> and he you know told me like yeah you know it, he taught me it was like if you can't see the mirror of the truck yeah like on a semi it's like if you're behind a semi and you can't see his mirror he can't see you yeah but like also on the front side of that it's like the amount of space it takes a big truck to stop oh and yeah. there was always that meme that went around that was a uh you know peterbilt or something on top of like a 77 corvette yeah and so like that space you just took up <laughs> in front of that peterbilt was the space it needed to stop yeah and it's like now with these modern diesel pickups that have 30,000 pound tow capacities, it's like, that's what guys in Peterbilt's were doing in the freaking 70s. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, no, it truly like, is. I mean, the tow rate, like yeah. what they were towing, like, I mean, these new trucks are, are knocking on the door of what an old semi truck yeah, can like tow. early <laughs> semi trucks were doing. It's like, it's, it's crazy to think. And, and semi trucks are so far, I mean, it's like freaking they're towing 120 thousand pound yeah. you know gross it's I, like you watch those videos online of people like cutting off semi truck yeah. I, I again i'm a, i try to be a respectful driver i always give semi trucks too yeah. enough enough space because it's like i like dude i get it you're driving yeah. something huge and you could kill me and yeah. i'll just let you in that's fine yeah. like <laughs> you go 60 i'll go 60 with you bro yeah. <laughs> like, we'll exactly, just, yeah. I'll, I'll just i'll just uh what is it? well what's that app? draft draft right behind yeah. you yeah <laughs> like i don't care yeah <laughs> but well yeah it's like yeah pulling in front of semis it's like even in traffic in town it's like you can see they're keeping four or five six car lengths of you know in front of them and it's like especially if i'm on my bike or something it's like i will wait until we can get you know i'm three car lengths and then i get as far ahead of that thing guy as possible because you don't want him tapping on his brakes and it's like these guys are out working you're just like going to get ice cream you know yeah (laughs) right (laughs) right it's it's just ridiculous it's like i just today just going to lunch yeah like people that don't know that what they're doing is dangerous because they're going <laughs> yes. slow. Yeah. They're like, well, I'm taking more time to get into the intersection instead of, you know, doing just, instead of going normal or going too fast, I'm going to go extra slow. And you're now yeah. creating an opposite uh, d- uh, dangerous situation. Behind you. Yeah. Yeah, that you can't see. And <laughs> it's like there's there's just some people out there that shouldn't drive. Oh, well, dude, I find myself. And I'm not saying this. No, let me be clear. This is, I'm being racially and age ambiguous about this. <laughs> yeah. I am not saying a certain person. I'm just saying some people yeah. that are idiots. Yes. That yes. That are really dumb. There's a lot of really dumb people. Right between out there. the lines. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know you know who you are, unless you're really, really dumb, and yeah. then you don't. <laughs> then you, then don't. you really don't know who you are. But there's just so many people that like I mean, Germany kicks our ass in this department. You got to take a lot of classes and like years yeah. of training to get a driver's license. And over here, they're like, "Hey, hop in with your PE coach yeah. uh, when you're 16 at high school. He'll and... teach you how to drive a Pontiac Grand Prix." Yeah, <laughs> Actually, we, we had Illumina. <laughs> I had a Pontiac Grand Prix, Brad. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, hop in this this shitbox car and uh, you know take a couple four months worth of classes and then go up to the DOL and have that minimum wage dude take you around and, and see if you can parallel park. <laughs> yeah. And then here's your license. Um, go drive around a 4,000 pound missile. Yeah. And it's just not like, 
I don't like government regulation. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty American. I don't yeah. like that yeah. stuff. I mean, I think we can all get, but I think we should regulate. <laughs> it's yeah. a slippery slope of like, we should probably regulate a little bit more on who can 100%. drive a car. I, I find myself uh, saying a lot when I'm in my truck, uh, saying this a lot, uh, going, uh, you're the reason yeah. <laughs> why there's traffic jams and why there's yeah. why there why there's wrecks and why I'm late. Yeah. Like you, you, you right there. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, there was, yeah, it's like I was in a clear intersection yeah. with one truck in front of me <laughs> and they pulled out to take a left turn four way intersection and basically stopped halfway through. Oh so God. they're like still, like their rear tires are kind of at the stop line yeah. and they're going out and I'm like, what's going on? And they finally just creep out into the road and yeah. get into the other lane. And I pull forward and there's nobody around for a half a mile. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to chase this person. Now. <laughs> yeah. I got to find out what's wrong. Yeah. I didn't. I don't you, have that much time. Or you do the, you do the, I need to drive by you to see if you look as freaking idiotic as you drive yeah exactly <laughs> yep you do <laughs> yeah it's uh well, do you, you watch one that gets me uh like actually leaving here almost every i'd say probably every third day yeah is when i think i think we go the yeah same we go the same a lot. Direction, yeah um you get out right in front of napa warehouse yeah and you're taking that right yeah okay it's a protected right. Yeah. Or no, no, it's not because it's, it's, uh, you get the right away because you're turning yeah. right. But then you have the traffic from the other way that's in the turn lane trying to yeah. go north on uh, Freya. Dude, I'll get the green light and they'll get their probably, it's probably a flashing, yeah, a flashing yellow. It's, it's, it's a yield. Turn, uh, yeah, a yield, yield, right? Yield green. So they're supposed to yield to me turning. Yeah. Dude, all the time. They just start their turn and this just, just going as I'm going. Yeah. I'm like, you idiot like if i had a trailer or something and went a little wide oh, like i'd yeah. freaking swipe side swipe even guess yeah. what it's your fault yeah because i have the right away well, and they look at it and they're like well there's two lanes there so i'm just gonna go in the left lane he's probably gonna yeah. go in the right lane you don't trust that yeah, people do though like it's... <laughs> i'm just like what the hell are you doing yeah. like i i kind of hate to admit this but I will purposely take that one a little wide. Yeah. <laughs> like, just to show someone's coming. Like, exactly. Just be like, dude, it's not your turn, yeah. bro. Think about this next time, yeah. M effort. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, it always scares me. It's like the stuff that people do when I'm driving around in a car and like now riding a motorcycle around oh this town. Oh, my God. I'm like, that, every time I'm like, oh, wait, I've seen, I've seen some shit go down yeah. this intersection. I've seen too like, much. Yeah. I better watch <laughs> out. And guy yesterday, uh, you know, going out uh, like to Argonne, mm -hmm. there's it's two lanes in either direction, and then there's a turning, a shared turning lane in the middle, like to get into the different stores. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, there's like a concrete median because it's the dedicated left turn lane on to, on Argonne. Yeah. Well, I'm going along on my bike, and all of a sudden, there's ten or fifteen cars at the red light in the left lane heading east. So the turn lane, that little yeah. left turn lane that I need to get into is now blocked because yeah. we're 10 cars deep past it. Yeah. And there's two cars in the turn lane. And I'm like, man, this sucks. And it's like, I hate sitting in traffic on a bike. Yeah. It's just, and now there's this other turn lane and stuff here. And I'm like, there's just people diving around everywhere. And I'm like, man, I got this like enduro. Yeah. I'm just going to hop that little concrete curb up there. So I just <laughs> get in the turn lane. I go all the way up and I just hop up on the little curb. And I drive <laughs> over and I look over to dude in a super duty and he's like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I would probably do the same thing. But, <laughs> but it's like you got to drive. It's like you got to like fudge the line between like defensive driving and stupidity. Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm going to get myself out of potential right. shit situations. And you do the same thing in a car. Like, yeah, it's like I'm going to get over here where there's not a lot of stuff going on. There's not a lot of people in this line. And yeah. Oh, 100 percent. And. It's like it's just weird driving these days. There's so yeah. many. It's distractions. People on their phones and oh yeah, drinking coffee and putting makeup on. Whether you're a dude or a chick <laughs> or nowadays, yeah, you know, putting makeup on and yeah. you drive to work. I guess you're if you're into that sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> I've got two gripes for traffic. I was just gonna ask you because I was like, wow, we we went from classic cars to swaps to to idiot drivers. Yeah. I like. I love What's it. What's the deal with drivers these days? <laughs> yeah. uh, one of my big pet peeves is people that only go 40 merging onto a freeway. I hate that. I Do you know what the law is? That. Did you know the law is not... So if you're on the freeway, the person that's merging is the one that has to yield, not you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many people that like are in that lane yeah. and don't understand that and like slam on their brakes. It's like, you idiot. Now you're going to cause something behind you. Like, yeah. there's a reason for that. Like, this car is supposed to get up to speed. Yeah. yeah. Not get into the lane and then get up to speed. Yep. Yeah. And you do it as a courtesy. You get, get you, into the you, next yes, lane. Yes, you, you, you can do it as a the, courtesy yeah. if you can. But you are not responsible. Like, you are, would not be liable yeah. for any wreck if you stayed in that lane and just at the and just kept going. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I thought you I thought the other person yielding in had some sort of more yeah. rice to that. But no, it's that person has the full responsibility to get up to speed, get to highway speed and, and zipper in properly. And, and yeah. zipper exactly. See, I always take merging onto a highway as like a top speed challenge. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the one time I can floor it and not get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you see it, especially on some of the ones we get around here that are like super tight 180s. You're like, how fast can I get yeah, going yeah. in this corner without I get breaking going... loose sideways? <laughs> yeah. Can I get or... going the speed limit like in the corner? Yeah. Oh, that's all. Sometimes it's like, you know, person the Mustang, it's like, it's like, okay, let's see if I can get to 100 before we can even have the chance to merge. Yeah, and yeah. then we'll just throw it neutral. We'll cruise. Yeah. So yeah. We'll coast down there and merge in. Yeah. <laughs> My other one up here. I don't think people understand stop signs. No, oh, and they don't. And, they, and they're still working. They're still working on roundabouts. Yes. Roundabouts are a big issue around here. <laughs> they're so easy. Around here. They're the greatest it's, traffic saw, invention in the history of traffic. Yeah. But... But nobody knows how to use but them. Nobody properly. knows how to use them. <laughs> yeah, I, I have friends that that uh, it's infuriating to ride with them because they'll they'll use their turn signal many different ways throughout a roundabout. <laughs> They're like, okay, I'm going into it, so I'm going to put it. My <laughs> now right I'm going to turn on. this way, I'm but turn- now I'm yeah, now I'm following a roundabout, so I'm going to turn my left turn signal. It's like you signal once, yeah, <laughs> in around in a roundabout situation to signal once when you exit. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because you're essentially, it's you're going yeah. straight, and if you keep going straight, it'll just wrap you around. Yeah. Oh, so that's I always I figured out a good way to explain roundabouts. Public service announcement brought yeah. to you by Diesel Power Products and America's Diesel Podcast. Think of a roundabout as a straight street with four right turn possibilities. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But now just think that it's one eighty. Yeah. It's wrapped itself around another little planet in the center. <laughs> <laughs> you're in this planet's gravitational pull and you have to go left yeah. until you decide to take one of them right turns. Yeah. yeah. And then you signal like yeah. you take a right turn. Like the left is implied. Yeah. You're going to go left regardless. <laughs> and then you also think about it that if somebody was coming off one of them right turn roads, they got to yield to you because they're entering the highway. Yeah. So you can just be on this little circle forever. Forever. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just one endless straight road in a circle. Yeah. yeah. I know that contradicts itself, but, <laughs> but, but you just think about this, like this little world you're now entered yeah. into. Yeah. And everybody else has to wait for you to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of power in this, in this scenario. If I ever had like a badass like car that can like turn, like I would. <laughs> I used to do it in the U. I would just be like, listen. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just going to sit in this roundabout for like 10 minutes. Just yeah. going around. <laughs> just just see how many people I piss off. And just and Every time it rained, I'd go to the, there's two. Well, there's four roundabouts in Deer Park now, but um, there was the two on the main highway. And every yeah. time it'd rain, I'd take the, the Crown Vic Ute out and drift that roundabout like five times. Just, and you just see if you can like just full can block it around the thing and just yeah. like hold a perfect drift yeah. until a freaking grand cherokee's coming down the hill towards you like oh no <laughs> i saw here. when i was coming back from lunch i got off on the north south freeway there and there was that first roundabout dude i saw this tiny little it was like a kia something yeah. car literally cut off this semi <laughs> going through, oh, no. and he slams on his brakes he didn't lock him up but it was close and he's laying on his horn and there's this car just kind of meandering just going slow <laughs> as shit through the whole thing i'm just like god you're gonna die that's how you're gonna die like i you're you're gonna die <laughs> and i'm good with that yeah and you hey, know that's that's what we call natural selection natural selection yeah. takes out a lot of th- it doesn't take out as many we like there's too many safety yeah. things now yeah, so natural say, selection got... isn't quite working as it's designed yeah yeah darwin would be really disappointed <laughs> yeah <laughs> Be like, you guys are not evolving. Like yeah, God, there was a, I literally, my wife told me something last night that was like, oh, these, perp- these people, you know, died or something. And I was like, well, it's natural selection. That's yeah. what I told her. I, I can't remember what it was for. Gosh darn it. That was but a yeah, good one. Well, but that's what it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, don't be an idiot. I think it was because by my, it's actually kind of by Dave's house too. Um, on, uh, is it Highway uh, Highway 2? Yeah. Colbert Road. Oh, it's always a bad. There's one. always bad wrecks there. Always bad wrecks. And I, I guess I was kind of a dick because I think it was like an older person, but people pull out on that. Oh yeah, all and time. <laughs> I, my wife will probably lo- uh, uh, laugh at this because there's like a sign that says one vehicle in median at time at yeah, a time, which is just law. Yeah. yeah. And I every time I go through there, there's always two cars in the freaking median. And yeah. I'm like, God, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over right now. Yeah. Right now, just to tell but you. But then there'd be just three cars you. in the median. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming that's probably what happened. But like, again, you know your surroundings. You're yeah. turning onto a freeway where people are going 60 miles an hour and you're just yeah. putting out into the middle lane. Like, to, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh God. No, Anyways, I, yeah. drivers, we can go on for probably yeah. hours on freaking drivers. Basically, everybody out there, check yourself. Yeah. Does it, I know you haven't, like, I've been obviously doing this like diesel thing for like quite a long time. And uh, does it, does it piss you guys off? Like it pisses me off when like some asshole with a, <laughs> with a diesel truck just comes like, just like almost trying to F with you, but like. Yeah. What? Like you're yeah. blowing smoke. That is, I don't know if it's just me getting older, but that kind of that honestly is like really it's, starting to get to me. It's now. just young kid like kind of douchery. I know. Like I. But then I start looking at their truck and I'm just like, dude, you've got like 
freaking Napa shocks on it. Yeah. You've got a six inch block under your spring. Yeah. You've got a, <laughs> another coil spacer up front. You've got your wheels that are offset off, like completely out of the wheel well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and then when you <laughs> see that, you almost feel bad for him because you're like, well, he's just angry that he can't get like, <sighs> a nice suspension. I'm just, just, I'm just, maybe I'm just, I'm just getting old. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's because I used to be kind of an asshole. Yeah. But... Oh, I loved having a straight pipe big block Ford. Yeah, for a long time until like my can't hear. Now. But here's the thing: at least like my <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's the trucks that can't back it up. Like, okay, if you're yeah. gonna drive like that and and you don't have like at least 800 horsepower, like yeah. I'm gonna make fun of you. But and, <laughs> and that's the thing is that most of the guys that are like us that would have an 800 horsepower thing, yeah. Um, don't drive like that. Don't drive like that. Exactly. And it's, exactly. It's like the guys who have the stuff don't drive like that. The guys yeah. that don't have the stuff drive like it, can't back it up. But it's it's always funny if you drive a performance car or a motorcycle or anything that looks like it could be fast, mm-hmm. those guys are the first ones to come up and be like, want to screw with you. Yeah. And it's, or Subaru guys. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. two versions oh, yeah. of Subaru people. There's WRX guys. And old ladies and outbacks. Yeah. They're super slow, super fast. That's it. There's two lanes. Yeah. And then and they now, now the whole, off. now the, now the whole, the whole, the whole thing with those, we've actually talked about this is the whole, uh, Revit and then the pop. Oh, the yeah. Pop, 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 oh yeah. Yeah. I was behind two of them, dude. Yeah. I, I told, you weren't on, yeah, you weren't on here. I don't know if you listened to that podcast, but I was behind two of them. Oh. And they were just both they just like who has the smaller dick contest. They were, they in front were just, of you. just, and it was on like a thirty-five mile an hour road. They're just, yeah. bah, 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 bah. I'm like, oh my god, you guys, you can hear. Are you them. freaking kidding me? If you sit in a parking lot in Spokane yeah. at nine thirty at night, oh, you'll hear them. You can just hear them in the background. And I remember yeah. one of my buddies was visiting from out of town. He goes, "Are those gunshots?" I said, "No, it's huh? some tweaker in a Subaru." Yeah. <laughs> well, I was behind these two, and they turned on to, um, they turned off the road. And as I'm turning, there's a, a lady in like a like a Nissan Frontier pickup that literally pulled her head out of the window and like gave him a thumbs up. And I was like, lady, don't encourage don't. it. <laughs> First of all, you have a very poor taste in men. Yeah. And that's probably why you're a single mom <laughs> driving <laughs> a clapped out Frontier. Yeah. <laughs> For two, that's not cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, anyways. Enough us talking shit. Rant over. Rant over. <laughs> All right. Well, this is supposed to be only. Uh, it's supposed to be a short one, but you know that's what happens yeah. when you come on. I like. I love talking to you. I think I'm gonna uh, override Ben, and Jesse's gonna be the official replacement for for Ben when he's gone. I'm good with that. I think it's fair. Let's have a vote. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's three to <laughs> Sorry, Ben. <laughs> three to nothing. <laughs> <wasn't> so, <laughs> so, so that's just how it's going to be. Jesse, I appreciate it. Short yeah. notice, I know. No, uh, thanks for having but, me. But uh, yeah, always a good time talking to you. We'll have you back on to talk about some more stuff. I know Ben wanted to have you back on to talk about some more fabrication stuff. So Hell yeah. we will uh, get to that maybe in the next couple weeks here. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.